and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. And I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word, and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Amen. Praise God. Welcome back. I'm glad you're joining us here. Today, I want to talk about... Christians as essential workers, couldn't really think of a better title, but this past week we were reading through James and, you know, it struck me, we were reading about works and how faith without works is dead and all this talk about essential workers and posters and billboards and everything. And first of all, I'd just like to say that I think uh, anybody who works is essential. Any every job is essential, whether it's your first job and you're a kid, or you've had a career and you're retired and now you have a a part time job for something to do to contribute to society. Everything is essential. Okay, everything that's not sin. That is, I get what they mean by that, but I also think it's a little bit of a brainwashing campaign, somewhat. Um, it sets up a little bit of a discrepancy within classes. But as a Christian, I just got thinking about on a spiritual aspect of it. First of all, we know that 1 Corinthians 3.9 says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. So we're laborers together with God. We're building this kingdom, so to speak. We're witnessing. We're sharing the word of God. And as he saves souls, right? First Peter 2.5 says, Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. God is the master builder and the foundation is laid. Faith in Jesus Christ, his work, his finished work, on the cross, his essential work, that he died on the cross, amen, for our sins. And he, he died, he was buried, and he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. He rose again on the third day, and he's seated in heaven. Okay, so his work is essential for salvation. It's the work of God. It's the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, and his work is finished when it comes to that, when it comes to salvation, Okay. His work in creation was finished. He rested. And Jesus Christ came and he fulfilled all the prophecies that had to do with uh, the work he had to do in his first, in his incarnation here, coming as a man to die for our sins. And 
He said it is finished. He, he rose from the dead. He went up to back up to heaven. And he's seated at the right hand of God, the Father, okay? And you sit down when your work is done, okay? So that part of the work is done. In John 17, 4, Jesus said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now what's going on is the Holy Spirit has been sent here with us to do this other work, which is that God is seeking his other sheep, he's seeking the lost, and he's saving them. In uh, John chapter 16, the Bible says that when the Holy Spirit has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. We are laborers together in that aspect. He sent us forth to work in the fields, so to speak, for the harvest, for his harvest, okay? In uh, Acts 13, 2 the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Also getting to the fact that so many people are down on works these days. And if you mention repentance, a lot of times the first thing they knee-jerk reaction, they say, you know, that's works, that's works, that's works. Yeah, it's a work that God does. Got a problem with it? It's God's work. And the Bible says it is essential for us to be workers. And it comes, you know, after salvation, we do these good works, created unto good works. Let's get into the Bible and read all this. James two seventeen through 20 says, Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? It's heavy. It's heavy. It shows you that there's evidence of salvation, right? There's fruit. Jesus Christ talked about fruit. James 2.26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. It's important. It's essential. Now, these works are not saving us. Nobody's saying that. This is evidence. This is obedience to God. And this is evidence of one's salvation. The desire to do good works, that is, spreading the gospel, serving the Lord, obeying the Lord, walking in the light. These are works, and we're going to read more about them, but Matthew five fourteen through 16, ye are the light of the world. Jesus speaking, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Praise God. So the idea is that God gets the glory, not you. It's not about us. It's not about us. See what I did for God? 
No, no, the idea is for God to get the glory in everything that we do, whether it's private or public or whatever. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Praise God. We are his workmanship. That's his essential work. And he just, we are not a finished product when we're still on this world, right? We are a work in progress. God's sanctifying us. God is growing us. John 17, 17, Jesus said, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. Ephesians 5, 25 through 26. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Amen. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Praise God. So by chastening, by different methods, he's, he's growing us. Amen. His work is being performed by his grace. And our work is to follow him. He gives us assignments. He gives us things to do. Amen. So make sure you're listening and working with the Lord, laboring with the Lord and for him, with him, walking with him. Because, you know, if you're walking with him, you'll be working. He's working. He is working. He's not laying around. No. His work is essential and it goes on. So the last person gets saved that is meant to be saved. His work goes on. Amen. It's essential that we follow along and help him and obey him and listen. Amen. Titus 2. 6 through 14, young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again. Not purloining, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and that glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Zealous of good works. Praise God. So it's just all throughout the Bible, the idea, you know, that once you're saved, that's not it. That's not the whole finish. Oh, I said a prayer and now I'm, I'm going to heaven. I'll continue with all... Everything I want, everything. 
No, you, you, you surrender your life to God and begin following him and accomplishing his works. He accomplishes really rather through, through us, but that's the idea behind it. You submit. So remember, we are bought with a price. Amen. We're bought with a price. And he's our master, and he gives us instructions. He gives us things to do, and we need to listen and obey. And he'll perform these things. Amen? Uh, Romans 4, 21, and being fully persuaded that while he had promised, he was able also to perform. He can do it. Amen? Praise God, and he, he will. And I hope this is encouraging to you. We all need encouragement these days. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Since 2016, KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here at the KJV Prepper Workshop in beautiful upstate New York. Visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel, worn to worn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. I'm just going to get right back into the scriptures here. Hebrews 10, 21 through 25. And having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. So there's the idea that we're we're encouraging each other in unto love and to these good works. Okay? We're encouraging one another to press on. Don't give up. Don't lay down and sleep. Press on. Press forward. With God and for God. Amen. James 3.13 Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. And again, you know, it's not for yourself. This is talking about show. This doesn't mean you, you come out and you say, look at me. Let me show you. That means it's going to show in your life. It's going to ring out. It's going to shine out. People will see, like, wow, he did that. That's odd. You know, why? Well, he believes in God, you know. They'll see the works. Now, this is not lifestyle evangelism, but this is just part of being a Christian. If people don't notice what God is doing in your life and what you're doing, what changes are happening and what you're, how you're serving, and I mean, this is what we're talking about. Examine Examine yourselves. These works are essential in the life of a Christian. Now, it is possible to backslide and slow down and resist the Holy Spirit, grieve the Holy Spirit. 
repent. He's there. He's waiting. He will renew you and give you strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. So don't give up. God hasn't given up. And you know, times are getting strange. Times are getting dark. I don't have to tell you that. Well, maybe I do. Um, but there's plenty to do while there's still time. There's plenty to do before it's night when we won't be able to work. Jesus said, I, I got to do my work while there's time, right? While it's the right time. In John 9, 4, Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Wow, that ought to get you right there. The night cometh when no man can work. We need to do what God is calling us to do. Don't say you're going to do it next year or when you're older or whatever. Go to him. Talk to him about it. If any man lack wisdom, let him go and ask of the Lord. He shall give freely, okay? He's not going to turn you out. Go to him and talk about this while there's time. Matthew seven sixteen through 20 says, You shall know them by their fruits. Okay, this is evidence coming out of someone's life. What they do, what they say, how they live. In this particular passage, Jesus was teaching about false prophets, false teachers. But I believe this applies to anyone because with all the other scriptures that we've read, all the other warnings and admonitions, it shows you that you can see people's fruit and they're going to they're going to confess out of their mouth. There's things are going to come out and you'll see the difference between the tares and the wheat and you'll see the the evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. So anytime you see very evil fruit that's just obviously evil fruit, you don't have to scratch your head and wonder. Pray for those people, okay? You don't have to talk about it. But you can pray for those people. Please. They might be self-deceived. Or they might just be reprobate. But we don't know. We don't know. But they're there. And we see their fruits. It isn't only false teachers. But then again, you know, really anybody who's a false professor. That's living like that. That's exhibiting bad, uh, evil fruit. They are a false prophet. They are a false teacher. Is there... They're revealing to the world a false Jesus Christ, a false Christ who brings no repentance, who brings no good works, who brings no salvation. A Jesus who doesn't who didn't come to destroy the works of the devil, like the Bible says. So, you know, it all kind of mixes together like that. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns? 
or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. So this ties in with the idea that, you know, these essential works of a Christian, good works that follow salvation, they're really God's works. They're, they're God's works that he is working with us through the Holy Spirit. By, by God's grace, he gives us the power to turn from sin. He gives us the power to, to make the decisions that go along with his work and serve him and serve each other. And I just want to praise God that he's willing to do that. Praise you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, that you're willing to have anything to do with us. Um, now in Luke chapter 10, verse 2, Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. That's That's got to be our prayer, you know, that we, and this is part of why we witness too when we hand out tracts and I make things like Christian shirts and different things in my business and certainly I'm on here on the radio, on podcasts, on truthdealer-radio.com. We want people to be saved. And the highest goal, the highest reason, it, we care about people, but it's it's for God's glory. No, we don't want people to suffer, but the main reason you witness to someone, and, I mean, to me, the main reason is not, you know, so they won't suffer in hell. The main reason is because God told us to do it. And when that person gets saved, they're going to go out. And God will use them to preach the truth. And God needs to get the glory for that. Amen. It's also that God can receive honor and glory. That's the reason. Okay. That's the highest reason. Of course, we care about people. Of course, we love them and we don't want them to perish. We, we're not willing that they perish. But God, in his word, it says that he saves to the uttermost. He saves for his namesake. Amen. He is the highest of all high. The almighty. Almighty. It's all about God. It's all about him. It's all about him. And he's merciful. We talked about last week. And he's doing this. He's performing this work. Join with him. Amen. Join with him in this work. I mean, that's why we try to make the tracks I come out with. They're available at kjvprepper.com. We try not to make them weak and flowery. There's so many tracks these days that are just 
they don't really, they don't, they don't give the idea that people are sinners. You're going to hell without Jesus Christ. You've offended God. They're more like, you know, you made a mistake or you want your, don't you wish your life was, was better? I just want to encourage everyone to keep studying the Bible. Get, use this time to really read the Bible for yourself. Amen? And share what you learn with others. You don't have to have the internet. You don't have to have anything. If you have a Bible, you have the truth. Amen? And please don't forget that. You don't need downloads. You don't need socialized media. You don't need the governor's permission. What you need to do is obey the Lord. He sent us out to the field. He sent us into the harvest to labor alongside him. Amen. And the, the time is short for that. Jesus was teaching in a house one time and uh, Martha's sister Mary, she sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was busy. She was so busy doing this and doing that. She was doing works. She was doing things she needed to do, I guess. She was preparing the food for them and cleaning and stuff. And But Martha was cumbered about much with serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Powerful. Jesus told her, you know, you. Mary chose rightly. Mary chose the one thing that was needful, essential. She was listening to Jesus Christ. She was listening to his word. She was studying at his feet. Amen. And there's always time for other things. And there's ways to manage our schedules around. But don't give up that one needful thing, that essential work. See, it's so important. Well, that's going to be about enough time for today. But I want to thank you for listening. God bless you all. I really appreciate your prayers. If you want to support this program, there's a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. God bless you all. Thanks again for listening. I hope you tune in again next time. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.